0: Welcome to Holy Crap, The Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Strysand scientific because we wanted to do stuff that wasn't funny, and Lord knows we've successfully done that for over seven years. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. By the way, that is more true than not, and I'll, I'll prove it to you in a couple moments. Good evening, everyone. I am your main host. I'm known as Shooting Triple. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. That's S-H-U-J-I-N. We've got uh, close to a full house at the moment, so good to be back with you. Uh, making sure that we got everybody. So, from top left-hand corner of North America, Dallin, good evening, and am I wrong in the way that I describe it this week? Uh,
1: given that I was there for the
0: setup originally... No, you're not wrong. No. No, I'm not. Down to the right just a little bit to the Midwest of the U.S. Bridget, good evening.
2: Good evening. And it's no longer zero here. It's now three or four, which is an improvement. So it is not snowing.
0: Well, that depends whether or not the ground is at zero, because black ice is a bad thing.
2: Uh, That's true it's it's not and the weather is just doing' its little seesaw act you know I think it's a giant conspiracy by the sinus med medicine manufacturers to get my money
3: <laughs> get careful how many times you say that somebody might start believing you
2: well you know if we're going you know so like, from from Celsius to like freedom units you know swinging from like 23 or 24 in freedom units up to like 65. You know, kind of does a number on my face.
0: Can't imagine why. Swinging off to the right a little bit further to the East Coast, on Rideau Tech, good morning. Good morning. And we know for well that he had to step away for the moment, like right at the worst possible moment. But over in Paris, France, Joseph is there and will be back with us momentarily, just in case he is actually back in a December week. Hi. No, he's off. Okay. not a not a worry.
3: Didn't. we can talk bad about him until he gets
0: back. Yeah, but we won't. You know why? Because we have standards. That's
2: why. But yeah. He does have a tendency, to be fair, he does have a tendency to forget to unmute himself when he's speaking, so there's that.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, There. there's that,
1: but that, that's, that's at least, all okay. At least that's all he unmutes himself for.
3: And he tends to forget his li- place in line in the horrible scopes. That's, that's, that's okay.
0: That's okay. We all have our little quirks that we have to deal with. It's fine. I mean, we put up with you. I we Ferengi. With
3: Yes, well, that's... that's oh, oh sorry. I thought you said Quarks. I'm sorry.
0: No, that was, that was a bad science fiction TV series in the 77 mid-season replacements. Trust me. That was bad. How can I prove it? You can find it on YouTube. That's how bad it is. It was really funny when they went back in time. Oh, God, don't even... You know... We'll, we'll 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 deal with all that. Hi everybody, thank you for being with us tonight. This is going to be one of those episodes where we really just there's just too damn much. There's too damn much that's on the serious and the heavy side, so we're just putting it all aside for the time being. We're just going to talk. We're going to go down whatever mole holes we go down because it really doesn't matter, and we're just going to try to you know smooth into. The actual, you know, holiday season a little bit because we could probably use a little bit of levity for a change because damn it. Of course, though, if you are joining us live as some do, you can actually take advantage of the live chat, which is over on that side of my screen. And I've actually got things organized well for myself right now. I'll tell you about it later. It's alive. It is Stephanie. Good to see you. Felix also. Good to see you too. As a reminder, uh, you know, it's it's good that he said it's alive because we're also very glad to see that you guys are doing well enough that you're conscious and awake for it all. So hi uh, and thank you very much. That's a whole other movie. We're we're not allowed to do that. DMCA takedowns and all. Some people wonder what I'm talking about. You can you can blame tech for that one. And so it
2: brings me back bad memories, too, from grade school. Yeah, well... Because if you will remember the last name of the infant in the movie, which just happens to be my maiden name, so... Uh...
0: Yeah. Okay. I, uh... Um,
2: I'll, I'll have to type out the quote for it, you. It,
0: doesn't matter. Doesn't matter right now. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with that. Um, yeah. If Felix is saying, you can see me, should I cover up? Hun Dallin will back me up on this one. Why start now? Yeah, pretty much. Anyway. So let's let's get things rolling. Uh I'll get the I'll get the um I'll get the five minute freestyle started. Uh we'll have the horrible scopes and and we'll we'll kinda go from there because I, I, I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know where it's gonna take us. So Squirrels. Yeah, pretty much. So with five minutes on the clock, and I I did a little tinkering tonight, your five minute freestyle is going to start right now. Economics. Wow. You know, you want to, you want to talk a lot of, of stuff that we could just blather on about and not really know enough about. Yeah, that's, that's an easy one. Any, anybody can do that. Everybody can do that. But now see, there's, there's a little bit of a problem with that. In that we kind of understand economics to a certain degree, even if we didn't formally take economics. It's easy enough to try to figure out how much money do I have in my wallet versus how much of anything can I buy with the money that I've got in my wallet. We, we, we understand that part. That's, that's easy enough to figure out. If you don't have enough money, well, you, Generally speaking, you don't buy because you can't exchange. It's, it's it's a simple concept. Now, one of the things I've talked about before is that the truism that I learned from my wife, data doesn't lie, but statistics can. Now, people are probably thinking to themselves, well, no, wait a minute. Statistics doesn't lie. Eh yeah, yeah, can. It's not a lie, necessarily, so much as presenting the best face possible if you put the proper information out there. Now, this is something that can kind of happen with any scientific endeavor. You go ahead, you do your experimentation, you get your data collection, and you realize that, you know, at the top and the bottom, far left, far right, you've got a couple of outlying pieces of data, and usually that's considered noise in it all. So you lop that off in order to get to the you know, the, the crux of whatever the data is that you're actually trying to get to. Which is not exactly a lie, but it's stuff that's supposed to be inconsequential. Now, there, there, there are those researchers that intentionally – go after those otherwise inconsequential, otherwise noise data to try to find out why did that happen in the first place. Because believe it or not, those outliers can sometimes be far and away more interesting. But if you take economics, which should otherwise be theoretically a kind of straightforward plus and minus system, I know know there's a lot more to it than that. humor an old man for a minute. You have to start looking at different pieces. You pull on one thread, you change the way that the outcome comes out. You pull on a different one, you completely change it again. So where do you go pulling? Workers rages. Should they go up? Should they stay stagnant? Should they go down? Well, that gets pulled in any one direction, and suddenly there's new things that end up happening. There's a surplus of money in some areas and a dearth of money in a different area. Different services are better funded. Others are less so. And where that all plays out, well, you kind of have to wait a while to find out because these things kind of take the time to Try to weasel themselves around to a steady state, if you can even find that. But there are some things that have been shown recently. One thing that is damn near impossible to ignore. One of the ideas is that something that has been talked about for the last couple of years, 10 years, I think, probably even a little bit more, Millennials are killing the fast food industry. They're killing restaurants because they're not going out to eat. They're not spending their money. So these people in service, they're not getting paid because the kids aren't going out. Imagine our utter surprise to find out that the statistics have finally been rerun And the biggest contributing reason as to why that is, is because they don't have the money. Imagine that. The kids don't have the money to go out to buy dinner, to have a night out for entertainment expenses. And you wonder why these things are happening, maybe you need to go ahead and take another economics course. Or better yet, how about just rerun the statistics yourselves? Because that's the beautiful part about properly done data. You keep running it over and over and it replicates itself. Trust the stats when they come back Time and time again, episode three eighty six on the docket, Your Honor. That's that's a, a three eighty six uh, DX, I, I think could be rag chew. Uh, some people kind of wondering. All right, what 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 does that term mean? It's it's a it's a ham radio expression for people that just want to get on the air and just talk to each other. And that's you know nerd. <laughs>
3: No, actually, it was a good way um, My, um, I have my niece and nephew over this weekend For the holidays And my uh, nephew was pointing out something That was very nerdy that he liked And I said, wow, that's nerdy And he kind of looked at me like, oh And I said, dude, I'm a nerd That's a good thing and He he's like, oh and, and then we did a fist bump and it was all, all good All good Yep.
2: Yeah. Well, what is the difference between a nerd and a geek? I'm still trying to figure okay. that one out. Okay,
3: may the force be <laughs> with you. <laughs> that It's actually relatively easy um, to understand, and that is nerds tend to be very, very smart, very intelligent about one or many things. So somebody can be very nerdy about one thing and completely ignorant about something else, but they also tend to be a little bit infatuated with it. Geeks, on the other hand, refer to socially being socially awkward. It doesn't mean you have to be dumb. Doesn't mean you have to be a nerd. Um, You do tend to see the two groups around each other because there's a lot of similarities. You see a lot of nerds who are also geeks. Um, but, um, geeks also have their own infatuations, but they might not be nerdy about it.
0: Bridget, look, let let me, let me make it much easier for you. There are two types of people out there. May the force (laughs) be with you. And may the force be equal to mass times acceleration.
2: Oh, okay.
0: I don't remember which one is which off the top of my head, but you know what? I don't. Really th- I, I don't really think it matters much either way. They're
3: they're getting shoved into a locker. There are ten, times, ten <laughs> There are ten types of people in this world: those that understand binary and those that don't.
0: And then you got Schrodinger's cat over in the corner shedding on them all. <sighs> I did look up information on Rafe Badawi. We have no new information, unfortunately. So, as of the recording of tonight's show, it is now nine years, five months, 18 days out of a ten year sentence. We are still waiting and hoping for him to be released. We are really, really hoping.
3: Schrodinger's Rafe Badawi. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm, I'm hopeful on the living a life side. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just
2: uh, wondering if after the 10 years, if they will release him.
3: Probably not. Because if he he comes walking out of that 10 years later with his head held high, it doesn't doesn't matter what they did to him in there. He wins. He's Mm -hmm. lost 10 years of his life. But if he walks out with his head held high, they'll see it as a slap in their faces. And they will need, and they may actually find a way to retaliate against that again.
4: It'll be another Nelson
1: Mandela.
3: Essentially, yeah. Except we don't have everybody here in the United States crying free Nelson Mandela.
1: No. Well, but d- dad. No, and we don't even have. We barely have it up here right now. But then again, uh, his family <laughs> keeps pushing. Though.
3: So. Yeah. All easily uh, distracted. Jingle some keys. Ooh, what's that?
1: Yeah, well, and and our our dear leader's kind of got his hands full right now with uh, yeah, yeah, really, really, really trying to save what's left of his reputation, and quite personally, he's failing miserably. Yeah, but you know, if you know people
3: stop worrying about their reputations and actually just went out and did things. More stuff would get done. Yeah,
1: no, but no one. Can... But but the thing. But but tech, you got to think. Um well, of course, these guys these guys don't think the way we do. No, they don't. They, they they have to think about their reputation because when they're when they're finally out of office, they're not going to have anything
3: left. Yeah, I figured out politics early on in school when the one of the most popular kids in school and I were just it was just him and me down, walking down the hallway. We were doing an after school activity. We were prepping for stuff, and he and I were talking, and he goes, "You know, I envy you." And he said this to me, and I'm like, what? How the hell does the most popular guy in school envy me? You know, this is guy, the guy that's got all the girls. He's got everybody who do anything. He could tell anybody, almost anybody in that school to do something, and they would do it for him. And then he explained to me that, you know, he didn't feel like he had any friends at all in the school. He just had people that were hanging around him because he was popular and they wanted things from him or they wanted to be seen with him. And I realized at that point that basically he's a politician without even wanting to be one. Yeah. And and, you know, I I had spent time with this guy uh, in various classes. He always treated me fairly. Um, So I I laid it down on him and I was like, dude, for the last few years, I've considered you a friend. You've been nothing but nice to me, man. You've never done anything wrong to me. So you know, I've, I can, you have at least me as a friend. <laughs> He's like, that means a lot. I made a senior year. One statement changed the senior year. He actively sought me out to sign my damn yearbook. That was weird. I had never had anybody come up to me and go, Hey, can I sign your yearbook? I was not the popular kid. I was both geeky and nerdy. Well, that's to what club. happens. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and I wasn't exactly band material, but I was guitar ensembles material. That's a different level. We we were
0: slightly cooler than the band. Fair enough. And by the way, over in live chat, Chris, um, is that our Chris? Is that our It's Oh Dark Stupid in the Morning, Chris? Which Chris is that? Because I have no way of pulling up whose account is is on there da- anymore. I, I don't know how to do that. So this is somewhere. So you know what? Hi, regardless.
3: That's kind of odd. Why would it only give me the options to report, remove, put user in timeout, or hide user in the channel I think when I actually want to see like the yeah. user? Maybe yeah. fo- see what they follow, maybe pick up some of the same interests that they have. I mean, the point of socializing is having the ability to be uh, social. Oh,
1: Could that what? be the same mechanism behind the new and improved no, dislike no, system? No. no Pardon no, my sarcasm. No. No. It, it, Wait, it is, actually- is
3: this why I have to? Is this why I keep getting the offers to subscribe to YouTube? So now I can actually see what other people are watching.
1: <laughs> it- oh, hold hold on.
3: Shoot. Mm-hmm.
1: Drop the ch and double the r. I know who this is. Now I know who that is. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so,
0: see, the thing is, there's a different Chris that was yeah. one of our co-hosts, thought it might have been you, so, hi. Yeah, I, yeah you, you you, you, know, you know. See, if, if you had led with, with saying hi to Felix, I would have probably figured it out, but be that as it may, so, hi. How about we get on over to the Horrible Scopes, and um,
3: we, we, we roll with having a little bit more fun. Roll up. oh by the way i i I just gotta say this real quick i heard the funniest version of in the club oh no on a commercial on television that was playing in the background it was done with dogs barking
0: in the club
3: club. yeah yeah, it's a rap song
1: yeah by 50 cent oh i know the song you
2: know it's your birthday
3: yeah we're gonna party Uh, like it's it's your birthday Yeah, Um, I'll I'll send you a YouTube link No Well anyway it is It is a popular song Links in the notes so we can add it But uh, it's by a rapper named 50 Cent And somebody did a Dog version of it for some kind of Commercial I'm willing to bet I didn't see the TV I just heard it in the background When we were having dinner I'm willing to bet It was something like PetSmart or something like that
2: (laughs) Because they have been Doing
3: some outrageously Funny commercials lately
2: I bet that was.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, I was just saying, it, it just went into my head as we were talking about that. So
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Hey, So, let's go ahead and do this thing.
3: So, we'll it. go ahead this and- stuck in my head.
0: We'll go ahead and we'll get the horrible scopes for you. So, for those of you that know what your astrological signs are, cool. those of you that don't make it up Roll as you go along, it doesn't matter. Uh Twelve. Twelve. A you could roll a D13 if you ask your smart device to do it surprisingly enough. I've actually asked it to do weird things like that. And B uh, um, the, yes, you could conceivably have 13 o'clock, but that's that that's not n- n- no.
2: But there are 13 astrology signs.
0: There are 12.
2: No there are 13.
0: There are 12 lights pick card.
1: I'm going with that yeah, because was... now, What what is the thirteenth sign then, Bridge?
2: I have no idea. I had just read that there were actually 13 and this.
1: Was hey, hold wrong. the phone. Hold yeah. the freaking phone here. No. St- step back. Take a step off the pretensionist highway there. Yeah, Joey, that one's for you. Um <laughs> If you're gonna make a claim, and I wasn't what this channel was all about. I if know. you're gonna make a claim, I know. back that truck I up. Know.
2: <laughs> the squirrels are, are running something?
1: rampant. Give me the damn receipts, woman.
0: Squirrels. Squirrels. Right. <laughs> Moving on. Aries. That whole bread makes you fat thing goes for other bread adjacent foods, you know, because we told you about that last week. For example, stuffing qualifies. Yes, even if it's stuffing made from mashed up White Castle hamburgers. And as an aside, what kind of monster puts cheese in their stuffing mix? What is wrong with you? As an aside to that, it's only a two hour show. We're not going to get into that. So screw you. Take it up with your therapist. I don't care
3: by the way, if anybody likes White Castle, they should go on YouTube and search for Saturday Night Live's World's Most Evil Invention. You will thank me for it. It's
2: me. By, by the way, I threw a link in there, so yeah, Dale, and suck it. You're up.
1: You sent me the receipts. That's all I asked for. You did. You did good. I'll have to read it. Anyways, uh, so I'm up. All right. Uh Taurus. Now that the holiday shopping season is in full swing, you better start being nice to people if you want to be on Santa's good list. That you still think Santa is real isn't that bad. And we're not going to shame you for having someone that dresses up every year to punish you. But that you think those punishments are fun makes us wonder about you. We're not shaming. We're questioning. It's different. Yeah. Again, you know, we ain't got a kink shame here, but uh, oh, that's 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 a kink. You know, now that I now that I read this and you know try to wrap my head around, it, it's like, my God, everybody's childhood is kind of icky now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ed Sandler was pretty good. Uh back when they could actually make movies.
2: Tim and I This week you have a free pass to use the a sphincter says what this on people who use the wrong pronouns after they've been corrected multiple times. We don't want you to have to use this freebie, but damn it, we know that there's a non zero chance you'll need to.
3: A sphincter and, said what? And Lord knows I almost did. Cancer Moonchild, frying turkey should only ever be done outdoors with all the proper safety equipment. You did it outside, so point for you. Trying to use a garden hose on a grease fire just does not work. You should have known that already. On the bright side, you resealed the top of your blacktop driveway for free. Joe, you're Leo. Go. You're muted, too. Go. Don't think he's there. Are are you back? Yeah, I'm here.
4: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm almost having click panic. Okay. Uh, Leo, driving on snow while it's still above freezing is more dangerous than you realize. Plan on needing an extra 15% travel time while you slow down to save speeds. And that goes double for those of you who put on snow tires and think you're as as, as invincible as Boris Grishenko. Wait, Grishenko. Okay, right.
0: It's close enough. He's He's not going to complain. Well, isn't he dead? Virgo! Plans on making a life-sized My Little Pony plushie should be kept on hold. Start making smaller by making a medium dog sized MLP suit. You'll get most of the proportions correct and see what happens when a dog is more confused than it's ever been in its life and by spare sewing machine needles.
1: Mm. Yeah. Again, just really bad visuals. Anyways, Libra, your music collection is in horrible shape. Look, look, you still have tracks you downloaded from Napster and LimeWire in 2003. Spend a weekend just cleaning those all up and gaining a feeling of accomplishment. A fresh pot of coffee or a case of coffee flavored Coca Cola will help. That's a real thing. Well, yeah. yeah and yeah. the real funny part, uh, <laughs> when we did this one yesterday, uh, I'd mentioned like, okay, Napster, LimeWire, Dude, I've still got stuff from Usenet.
2: Wow, that's old school.
1: Yeah, but the quality of the songs I dealt with was actually really good, so I've had no reason to change.
0: (laughs) Perfectly reasonable.
2: Uh, Scorpio. Yes, you could buy a DIY musical instrument kit, but why would you? Sure, it's an excuse to buy some cordless tools, but that would just make you the only tool in the room. If you want an inexpensive instrument to learn on, visit a secondhand shop. Just throw away the old reed and buy a new one, if it's a clarinet or a saxophone.
0: That's 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 a really important
2: safety tip right there. Yeah. Yeah, those things do get kind of throaty and mildewy and eh. Let it go. Mm-hmm.
3: Sagittarius. There are only four basic essential public services out there. Police, fire, ambulance, and internet help desk.
0: I'm so glad you got this one now.
3: <laughs> Air traffic controllers think they have it bad, but there's no greater buzz than configuring some idiot's asynchronous DSL modem, even though he's running Windows 3.1 on a 386 with four megs of RAM. What we're telling you is if you work in IT anywhere, send lunch to the help desk folks. They deserve it.
0: <sighs> See, we did this one last night, and, 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 tech actually oh.
3: understood the the
0: reference. And I'm, I'm so yeah. proud of that.
3: <laughs> I still that. have the whole monologue skit through my head. And then they later on Dead ah. troll did a, uh, one where they actually did like a, a whole setup where they made an office and they had a guy come in who was the intern and everything. Oh yeah. And it, it didn't work as well in my opinion as when he was on stage, when he was on stage, that was a work of art because all he had was the audience. Yep.
0: We'll, uh, we'll, we'll make sure that everybody's got the link to that because it's Hell worth it. Hell yeah, because
3: it, it's, oh, it's, it's worth. amazing. It.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Joseph, over to
3: you.
4: Okay, Capricorn. Buy a bottle opener for yourself this week. Not because you don't have one, but because you deserve a better one. Specifically a manual one. That rechargeable one you were given can't have the battery replaced and it won't hold the charge past one twist of the screw. Drinking needs to feel like you've been taking, t- you've taken down some big game. You can do this.
0: Yeah. Battery powered corkscrew. Yeah. No, just don't know.
1: I had a friend who had one. Uh, have you also seen those ones that have the CO2 cartridge in
0: them? I don't understand why anybody would do that with the possibility of the glass fracturing and exploding.
1: Oh, I know. I, I know. Like, yeah. uh, I got a, my mom got me a corkscrew for Christmas one year, uh, largely because my dad was getting into bottling his own wine, which, by the way, oh. Yeah, you know all that talk, you know, about the, uh, oh, well, homemade wine has no alcohol content in it. Yeah, I've got uh, three hangovers that'll contest that claim. Um, what? I was, uh, it was a three-day celebration of my divorce. Give me a break. That's fair. Yeah. But anyways, the, the corkscrew I got, it's actually, it, it has its own stand. Like, you clamp onto the bottle, and then there's a lever that yeah. has a screw on it. You push the lever down, and then you pull the lever back up, and it takes the cork with it. Like this is like a a top quality piece of kit. I got to tell you, let's see if I can find it.
0: Oh yeah. There's some, there's some really good ones out there, but me, you know, good old fashioned, nice and nice and simple uncle Kage approved, simple manual piece that you can use to, to jab into somebody's throat and and corkscrew the, the, the I'm, I'm, I'm channeling my inner Bill Murray. Now I, I, I should really not doing that. Um, it's probably not such a good idea. Yeah, it's probably not such a good idea. It's it, it it it's it's up over to me now, Aquarius. I think yep. it is. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Aquarius. Treat yourself this week, instead of using so-called whipped cream in a plastic tub or a spray can. And what what was the what was the other name of that stuff, Dallin?
1: Oh, um, I, I wish Doc was here, but.
0: Yes, as they call it over in the UK, squirty cream. Uh, uh, Make the real thing yourself. One part vanilla extract, three parts confectioner's sugar, uh, and, and 48 parts heavy cream. It's best to do it by hand, but in a pinch, get a child to do it for you. They don't have to get up and change the TV for you anymore, so they might as well have something to do, right? For anybody that's looking to figure out what the what the actual recipe is, yeah, it's uh, one teaspoon vanilla, one tablespoon of uh, confection sugar, and a cup of of heavy. uh, You don't you don't use a cup anymore, do you? All right, you know what? Okay.
1: Well, uh, okay. A, a uh, all right. If, if you want to do that, okay. Run those back to me.
0: Well, uh, first in, one. One one teaspoon vanilla. Five mils. One tablespoon of confectioner sugar.
1: I want to say that's probably 15 about fifteen. Mils? Fifteen or twenty-five mils. I can't remember. I, I could go find out. Yeah, and and then a, and then a,
0: a cup of t- fifty. Heavy, heavy, heavy cream. Mils. Okay. Yeah,
3: 250, 250 mils. Okay. <laughs> See, what I want to do is I really want to try uh Harvey's Bristol cream sherry, but I need to get a soda stream before I can do that.
0: Do not uh,
3: put no. alcohol
0: no. through a soda stream. I will find that son of a bitch that put Jägermeister... Jägermeister through it, just so you can prove to yourself yeah, this is probably a really messy idea, really shouldn't do that
3: No, no, the I don't like Jager
0: first off I I was about to argue with you, but I, I've i never I've, you know, that's something I haven't I, tested yet um, I don't, don't like problem. black
3: licorice at all, period, yeah, I, I, in all its form, I can't stand the taste of black licorice even uh, foods that are just supposed to be like artificially flavored to taste like it, I, it's, it's horrible um yeah. No, I, I I was making a joke in reference to uh, Big Clive on um YouTube. He actually points out you should never put anything other than water through a soda stream because the sugars and other such things yeah. will clog it up.
1: Yeah. I uh I did that once with um oh, you know those Mio syrups you can buy? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you try to add it to carbonated water, it explodes. So my big, dumb brave thought, well, what if I added in before I carbonated it? should work, right? No. My, my soda stream nearly exploded. I, I had to fight to get the bottle out of the thing. And then it was like
3: two rolls of paper towel just to clean up what happened. <laughs> yeah, And and that's the thing. When you see this guy do it, right? And I'll put a link in the comments so somebody can see the, the episode I'm talking about. Um, he points out that, you know you should never do this, why it's probably the reason why you should not do it. And his various versions, he shows you that, you know, look, you can see the foam. If the foam is too high, here's what's happening. It's going to take forever Mm -hmm. to wait for it to go down and so on and so on and so on. And he's lucked out on a few of them, of course. And he did even mention that one of them was a messy explosion of liquid. My niece's husband. But a few of them, like vodka. He did a vodka. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, this would be great, you know, if you were doing like little hors d'oeuvres and it was an initial kind of thing and you were doing it in small quantities for a, a group of friends. And yeah. I was like, Oh wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But something like wine. Yeah. With that. Yeah. Ins- yeah. yeah. I mean, that has an insane amount of sugar compared to vodka. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you're the right guy.
0: We'll, we'll get that. Do this my, and, then, and then we'll finish.
3: Yeah. My niece's husband, uh,
1: did that with a, uh, bottle of crown royal yeah he uh he he said it it tasted so good he was able to pound the entire bottle straight the next morning he, the next morning he
3: realized that he really shouldn't have done that yeah the problem is with carbonating alcohol is it goes straight to your head yeah yeah okay that's another reason this, why i wouldn't actually do it
1: yeah okay rounding this out pisces There is a non-zero possibility that the universe we live in is a digital simulation. Yes, that means that we might all be little Sims characters on some infinitely, immensely powerful computer. And if that's the case, maybe, just maybe, that computer actually has an NVIDIA Ampere A100 video card at its core. Or, you know, you could just sit back and realize you've got about as much luck of affording that as you do buying an RTX 30 series card. I can go looking for those prices, but again, why why torture myself?
0: Uh the video MPR? Uh yeah. Start looking at four digits from HP as an OEM device.
2: Holy crap.
1: Okay, so it's like the old uh oh god, what were the the quadras back Uh, in the day. They were they were supposed to be like the ultimate card.
0: They're still sold and they're still also in the four digit range. Yeah. Those are your horrible scopes for this week. If you enjoyed what you got, uh, that's, <laughs> that's on you. You, you, you strange, weird people, you remember you can always go ahead and, um, bribe us maybe. And uh, as an aside to that, I have had uh, the question posed, can you be bribed to make one worse? For someone. <laughs> the answer is it's yes. The answer is always yes. Because to borrow a punchline, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. There, there are some people that, that know what the punchline is and, and what it comes from. And we're not going to talk about that because that would be wrong.
1: No job is too big. No fee is too big.
0: And we cover all five boroughs, so there you go. It's kind of the. Way the I don't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's the. Whatever doesn't doesn't really matter. So, like I said, um, we've had too much um, heavy topics in the news, and we know for well that there's a lot of stuff out there. We we know, and we also know for well there are plenty of other sources where you could be talking through, discussing reading about doom scrolling through all the stuff. That's just heavy duty. And really at this point right now, I don't know about anybody else. We, I need something that's a little bit less, you know, heavy. So screw it tonight. We're just, we're, we're, we're going to go wherever we're going to go. Well, we'll hit whatever topics don't care. doesn't matter. But the point of it is we are not going to talk on heavy topics Because we're just not going to. So I'm going to open with something really cool. Pornhub. And it's not where you think we're going at this point.
3: Pornhub actually is really awesome in that fact that they keep a large quantity of their statistics and aren't afraid to share them.
0: Yep. But that's not where I'm going either. Believe it or not, there is somebody who has an account on Pornhub who is using it to generate money for themselves by teaching mathematical, like heavy-duty college-level mathematicals. And it's working.
2: What? Yeah.
0: I saw a news report about somebody who has an account on Pornhub. Who is intentionally using it for a very benign thing so that they get paid for basically being a math tutor to people who are dealing with upper level maths. How freaking cool is that? The catch. The catch is, uh, you can't be, um, getting tutored at work because you'll probably be locked out of, of, of the IP range. For anybody that's wondering, that stands for Internet Protocol. Yes, I know we're talking about Pornhub, but IP in this situation is an IT thing, not you.
3: Whatever. You probably wouldn't even, uh, depending on the company that you work for and the uh, systems that they put into place uh, for prevention, you might not even get a chance to visit it because it might be proactively blocked. Believe it or not, there are companies out there that what they do is they make lists of websites using uh, various category systems. And then they sell those systems, um, those lists and such, to uh, companies that need to maintain a list of sites to block based on certain categories, but they are not willing to hire a dedicated IT staff to the task. So instead, they get this stuff, they route it through their security software, and it proactively blacklists things.
0: Yeah. Or alternatively, they could just do it the opposite direction and intentionally whitelist locations, and anything that comes up that is not on the whitelist gets flagged to be reviewed later. And it could be completely benign, like, oh, uh, there's a new IP address that's getting resolved for uh, Google for some reason. Okay, fine, whatever. And then other times where an IP address is going to come back and it's like, yeah, that 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 resolves to a Nigerian prince account. Probably not such a good idea to keep them. Mm.
1: Yeah, I worked for a place where we had commercial internet, but our provider ended up they ended up purchasing a whole bank of IP addresses to help expand their business. Unfortunately, two thirds of the block they purchased were still blacklisted in a lot of places because they were, they used to be leading to bad sites. Yeah. Now, of course that those sites have since been gone, but of course, propagation takes a long time, especially if you're dealing with, you know, worldwide stuff. And there were times where we would try to remote into a client site that we're supposed to work with, but because somehow we got switched over to this new bank, we suddenly lost access.
0: Yeah, if I remember and, right, I think, I think we had that problem with HCTV at one point. Yeah. Um, and I remember having to deal with that when I was still working. You know what? It, it's been, it's been a number of years since they were in business. So it doesn't matter. Uh, the, the local ISP that I was working for when it was mostly dial up was yeah. BuffNet and you know, great, great group of guys. Uh, the fact that we were using a whole bunch. <laughs> okay. You're gonna love this. Does the name e-machine make everybody's hair crawl oh, up their back? Come on. I'm having flashbacks from that shit. Okay. E-machines were um craptastic. God. They were craptastic.
3: Oh, oh god, but, they make Comcast look good. Okay.
0: E-machines were were uh very they were very, very cheap um computers. But our web server farm and email server farm were all made on 386s running freebsd and let me tell you setting up freebsd on those suckers sucked
3: royal but once they were up and running they were left rock solid they yeah, were rock they, solid the, the, unix and linux systems that once you get Done with them, and then you leave them alone. It's a it's a thing of beauty. Yeah, at that point, the only thing you really have to worry about is when does the hardware run down? Yeah, because when the hardware runs down, then you got problems. Yeah. Now the the thing that
0: uh, we're dealing with with these uh, with these IP blocks being locked out, like I said, yeah, HCTV. I think that we had to deal with that at least once. And when I was still over there, like I said, over at uh, over at Buffnet, we had. Uh, we had a situation like that where uh, some some people, there were a couple of web addresses that came over to us, domain hosting, I should say, that came over to us. and they were complaining that they were not getting traffic. And it was because DNS propagation had not updated. And the DNS was still looking at their old IP address, which was the blocked stuff. So not only did they not get any traffic to their website in a very, 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 very quick, which I mean, just stupidly soon, but they were getting emails that were getting black hole and bounced and people were calling them up and complaining. Why can't we email you? I, was, I don't know. Maybe it's our ISP. We we told them, uh, dude. No, it's it's it. You're you're expecting things happen too quick.
3: God, I love technology. Sometimes it became an IT show.
0: <laughs>
3: you know what? <laughs> Let me okay, I think okay. Saying, I'm laugh dude I'm just laughing at no, it uh, that's no, all no, I'm doing no it, 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 it's okay uh, let me, all
0: right let me let me deal with something that's actually yes it's techie related but it still qualifies in the okay let's learn from this experience for everybody because of this time of the year you know for well that we've told everybody mm, countless times please be nice to people who are working you know customer service registers you' know, all that all that stuff. The worst tech customer I ever had to deal with at Buffnet.
3: ATT, <laughs> excuse me.
0: No, 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 no. Individual customer. Don't and name I, names. I, I, honestly and truly, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you who the, who the hell the son of a bitch was. And, and I'm, I'm saying this very clearly for good goddamn reason. Let me set you the, the situation. It is 2001, September 11.
2: Oh, Lord.
3: Oh, great.
2: I can and already see where this is going. No, you can't.
0: Yeah, uh, no, you can't. Watch me. Watch me. Okay. Challenge the boss, accepted. The <laughs> boss called us into his office. All of us into his office. Close down your phones. Come over because of what had started to happen and we saw we saw the second of what happened and he told us all uh, and reminding you there's like a dozen of us maybe close down the phones He told me put on the uh put on the automated close uh emergency close on the uh, uh on the phone system we're closed for the day go home okay We come back the next day. This son of a bitch called through tech support and customer service because he was not able to do his day trading because the network hub underneath one... Twin Tower Plaza was turned to pulp, and data could not effectively switch out through New York City because of the backbone system. This son of a bitch called to complain about this and to get a refund for the time he was down. Our wonderful customer service people did the math and found out how much time he would have been down and prorated him about 43 cents if memory serves compared to his bill for the entire month and told him to piss off.
3: Yeah, that's Uh, malicious compliance right there. The prorated 43 cents. Yeah. Yeah. No, I believe that I've, I've, I've heard worse. Well, and I've seen worse. I've worked, I've not only worked it, but I've also worked retail and I have worked food service and I have seen worse. I have seen a person on the floor who had passed out from exhaustion. Okay. They've been overworking themselves and they passed out in the middle of the floor. And we're trying to get emergency services. And one of the customers came over and go, are you going to be long? I've got things I need to buy. And we said, this employee needs medical attention. No, they don't. They're just acting up because they don't want to do their job. We threw that customer out of the store. But I mean, that's on par. You have somebody who has a medical need and you have a customer who doesn't give a shit about a human being in medical in need, whether it's life or death situation or whatever. They don't care because they are so self-centered. They see themselves as more important than everybody else. Retail has and IT and not necessarily food service because I'll be generous on the food service side. Most of the angry people I've had were just hungry. Um, but with re- with retail and IT, oh yeah, I've I, people are. People can be adults. as they say in in, in in the IT crowd. People, what a bunch of bastards! Yeah. So I
0: had I had my bitch out. Tex had his bitch out. Who 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 wants to? Because uh, let's let's get let's get the one big bitch out of the way, and then you know be nicer. Because I mean, <laughs> I mean we.
2: I'm just. I'm so grateful. I have never ever ever had to work at the helpless desk. Or support.
3: Somebody who's had to call in before and not got the help she needed, obviously.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, there's only just... so much you can do when you talk to the level one techs.
3: Well, uh, yeah. I,
1: th- I think the craziest thing I ever had uh, to deal with as far as customers go was I used to deal blackjack, believe it or not. Oh, wow. I could see that. That's yeah, pretty every, cool. Well, every summer, of course, up here, we got the Calgary Stampede yeah. and they basically at the time they were like quadrupling the size of the casino on the stampede grounds because, well, no, I mean, they were bringing, it's a big draw, you know, that's fair. Mm -hmm. And that's fair. So also that same time of year, they're looking for dealers and they will train you and license you to be a dealer. And the nice thing about the license is it's not just for stampede. If I'd wanted to, after that, I could have gone to any casino in town lashed my credentials and could have applied for a job
3: there. I, I honestly wish that other companies would train their people the way casinos train their people because casinos don't want to lose money. They want to make sure that they get every single dollar that they can. Now, if every other company trained their employees the same way, all companies would have amazing employees. Yeah.
1: And there's also a ton of regulations behind the fact that you actually have to be licensed to yeah. deal. You know, those guys in Vegas are not just card jockeys. They are professional card jockeys. Anyway, one of the things we're trained on is what happens if there's a fire or what happens if something comes up and talking to one of the, uh, talking to my pit boss, uh, who was like one of the senior guys there, he'd actually told me that he worked in a place where there was a fire and the people stayed and insisted on playing until the smoke got so thick. A couple of them were starting to pass out from smoke inhalation.
3: Yeah. Uh, Cause gambling can be a real addiction just
1: like food the, or drugs. And then the other question was, okay, what happens if the power goes out? Because you know, you, <laughs> can can we get storms here that can potentially knock out the power grid? Yeah. Oh, we yeah. can. Uh, what they told us is, dive over your chip tray and basically turtle because you know somebody's going to try to do the reach and i mean there are you look at those chip trays there there's a significant amount of cash being represented there not to say nothing of when they actually also purchase new chips at the table there's a box underneath like we'll we'll get cash We'll count it. We'll count out the number of chips. And then, of course, we'll slam the, we'll slam the cash down into a cash box yeah. at the table itself. So, I mean, each one of those tables has an awful lot of money on it. Uh, so yeah. And, and all they said was like, you know, yeah, just, you know, jump on the, t- or not jump on the table, but cover the chip tray with your body and hold on to it. And I thought, I really hope we don't, we don't end up with a, a power outage because. Yeah, the pay was good, but it was not getting beat up good. <laughs> you know, just because somebody thought they had a chance to you know, get a couple of extra chips in their pocket. But yeah, the the, the whole thing about the fire uh and that these people would stay until
3: it became a hazard to stay, and even then. Yep. Like I, that that Again, retail re because of retail. I am not surprised that we had when I worked, um, my first big retail job, we had in the years that I was there, several power outages and our rules were simple powers out, everybody out of the store. End of story. There, there, there's nothing because there's no shopping going on. There's no security system going on. Employees drop what you're doing. Everybody that wants their stuff, they can leave it in the shopping cart where the shopping cart is or the baskets or whatever, but drop what they have. They need to vacate. End of story. And if they don't vacate, we're calling the police. Oh. And oh. you had people that you'd think that I had told them that they need to sacrifice their firstborn, and, you know, need to drive like a Yugo to work for the rest of their lives. Oh. Or that I'd kick their puppy. Well,
1: Just imagine what would happen if stores actually, uh, of course, this is a huge pipe dream, but imagine if on Black Friday and Boxing Day, stores
3: remained closed. What do you think the backlash would be from that? I, I know exactly what the backlash would be, because I remember the women on when it released for Game Boy Color, I think it was Game Boy Color. No, it was just for Game Boy. But anyway, Pokemon Yellow Special Pikachu Edition for Nintendo Game Boy. I was working retail when that was released. We had women with their children lined up around the store like it was a Black Friday event. And they were actively pushing and pulling and banging on the glass doors, which luckily were doors. And we told them repeatedly, if they don't get away, we're not opening the store because... Well, we wouldn't have been able to open the doors when you put pressure on them like that. It actually locks them into place. So it took a half an hour for them to get away from the front of the store to open. So we opened late. And then when they came in, they were literally dragging. Some of the women were dragging their kids like their kids feet were not underneath them. They were throwing their kids kind of like battering rams. You know, they were kind of swinging them around by the arm to get other women away from the cart that had the video games on it. And we had hundred copies of this and we had less than a hundred women in line. Didn't matter. You'd think that the one copy one woman got was the better copy than the, the same copy that all the other women got. Well, of course,
0: cause it was theirs now.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it that right there was the first worst experience I had in retail. Yeah. Then came the, we then came black Friday for me. Yeah. <laughs> After well, that. like the Nintendo Wii, that was the first time I
1: ever saw the crazy land on my shores. <laughs> and, sadly, and sadly, I was also involved with it because my wife at the time wanted a Wii really badly. And we found a place. There, there was a Toys R Us that was selling them. Uh, you had to get in line to get a a ticket stub. And then you could come back a couple of days later to actually pick it up. Yep.
0: I remember so, those days.
1: Yeah. So I waited in line for maybe 45 minutes. And of course, being Canada, every, most everybody was pretty good. You know, there were a couple of jerks in the, in the place that were complaining about the cold. And I'm just like, you're not from around here, are you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Nope>. uh, <clears throat> but, you know, I, I got in and like, I make a point, even if I've had an absolute crap day, if I have to talk to somebody, I at least do my best to phone in that I'm being polite. You know, because the, the the person I'm talking with on the other side of the counter there, they're not the reason I'm ticked off at anything. You know, that, that, that award goes to somebody else. I'm not going to take it out on somebody who's barely making any money, you know, that probably has to put up with a lot more crap than most of us do during a day.
2: You You know, know if you,
1: honestly, if you feel the need that you have to go off on a retail worker, you should not. Be outside. You should not yeah, be you, at You that should not store. be in
3: public. You should not be around other human beings yeah.
1: because you're not being a human being. Well, a couple years ago. Uh, no, not not a couple years ago. Last year. It just feels like it was that long ago. Uh, when, you know, the masks were a thing at the time, I went to a liquor store to get some booze because That's what you go so to a... Have- what do you go to a liquor store for? Yeah. So apparently they had some kind of a special going on for beer. And one guy came up to the counter and he had a six pack of ginger beer. Oh, neat. Well, oh, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently ginger beer is not actually a beer. Technically speaking. It's, I guess. a Yeah. It's, cocktail a soda. Yeah. it's, soda. it's good stuff. Okay. Well, anyways, um, angry McStipple face. Karen boy here is. Okay going off on the lady at the till. And when I say going off, I mean, he is, he has gone atomic. Yeah. That that's when you get thrown out of my store. You're, well, you're not, and you I'm sitting, and I'm sitting back there or I'm, I'm standing because I'm the next in line. I'm thinking, Oh man, I just, I, I want to take this tall boy of, uh, whatever ale it was. I want to bean this guy in the head so badly. I could taste it. uh, And finally, he, he, he comes up with the Karen line. Where's your manager? Manager is five feet away. He turns and he walks down. He says, what's the problem? And he goes off on him. And the guy says, this is, this is not classified as beer, according to our policies, which we've had for the past X number of years. Well, everywhere else I go, it's beer. Well, why didn't you go there? Well, because it's on sale here, but it's not, it's only beer. Like it just round and around. So finally the guy left and I stepped up and I'm like, okay, I got it. I have to be extra nice. So I put, I put my sex back down. It was one of those build your own ones. Shujin, you've done those before. Many times. And I said, uh, you know, Hey, how's it going? Uh, look, I'm pretty sure all six of these are beer, but you know, I'll, I'll, defer to your system. And she looks at me and goes, you saw that, didn't you? I'm like, I was next in line. You all right. <laughs> the lady at the till was the assistant manager. Nice. She hadn't been on a till in years because, and the only reason she was on is because of the, the backlog of people and this collection of protoplasm that uh passed for a human being um you know it d- wasn't helping things much by delaying by you know having his little spur out like that so yeah like i every time i see something like that it's like okay if this person's being harassed or whatever it's time to be extra nice you know to try to you know bring balance back to the force but yeah that that guy i honestly if i'd seen him out in the parking lot i probably would have taken one of my cans and throwing it at his car. Like, I I don't care at that point. It's just like you do not, I I don't care what freedom of speech or whatever supposedly allows you to do. But if you don't have any common decency, the fact that we're all kind of, we're all in this,
3: no matter what you do, you know, no matter what you say,
1: Mm-hmm. People you know, if, kind if, of
3: misunderstand the concept of freedom of speech. Well, freedom of, that, free, that, freedom of speech is just simply means the government won't shut you down for what you're saying, within yeah. reason, mind you. You can't go saying certain things, um, like you know, telling you're going to uh, make threats, for example. You know, you can't tell the president you're going to kill the president because that goes outside the limits of freedom of speech. However, um, the other stuff, like, I don't like the president. Okay, that's completely free to say. In this country, other countries have laws against that. So that's the real freedom of speech. Likewise, I can say, I don't like you. Now, the freedom of speech goes both ways in that the other person has the freedom to completely ignore you. They don't have to listen to you. And that's something that isn't taught because, well, they got rid of all the civics courses here in the U.S. in, in terms of, like, high school and such.
0: Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a that's a that's a whole that's a whole other piece. I I, I don't I don't want to go down at the moment. Yeah, but there the, but there is something that I do want to do. Joseph, you're still with us there, right? I see, he's muted. There you are. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, there's something that came up in the live chat that uh, I, I I specifically want your input on because I think that you're going to love this one. Oh. Chris had said over here, at the data center where I work, we go into lockdown, no changes to the network or configurations the week of Black Friday and Christmas so that we can't ever take down the network and retailers lose sales. I Hmm. absolutely love the idea that there is somewhere a giant banhammer over the data network that says with, with big block letters on it that says, thou shalt not touch shit after, after November 30th, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. kind of figure you of all of us who works with so many different computer. I guarantee stuff, that
3: process is written in
0: blood. Hmm. I just thought that you might find that one fun and interesting and have something that you'd like to say about it?
4: Well, uh, let's just say that uh, uh, before the, the, the year's end comes on, you better be sure that your system is uh, rock solid.
1: Yeah. I actually have a couple of uh, customers at uh, where I work where they're introducing a new system, which I'm helping them with, And they actually can't touch their network. Uh, Some of them have a freeze starting on December 15th. So it's either a mad rush to get it done before that, or it's we enact special emergency controls on this isolated system.
0: And that costs money.
1: Yeah. So I'm hoping I'll have at least five or six of them out of my hair by, uh, by next week.
0: Yeah. Bridget, you've been lucky so far. You haven't exactly commented and chimed in on this one. Come on, you gotta have, you gotta have something that you want to go ahead and just, you know what really grinds my gears? Come on, there's gotta be, there's gotta be something.
2: Well, actually, yeah. He's like, oh boy, here we go.
3: No, 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 this is, this is good. Is I'm, good because I'm, remember, I'm actually sitting because here rubbing my fingers to go. ooh, this is going to be good, this is going to be good, this, because, this is going to be good. I'm, be good. Because I participate
2: remember. in a couple of Facebook groups that have actually been kind of fun, but there seems to be a point of contention between the two, because both of them are Gen X groups, but one of them is the older Gen X people, and another one is the newer Gen X people. And so there's kind of like a, a, you know, mini cultural clash going on in there, as to who is really a Gen X and who isn't. Uh,
0: technically, I don't know where I fit. I fit into all of them, so whatever.
2: Well, you know, it's it's, you know, kind of like, I don't know, some of some of us grew up on. I don't know, like, Billy Idol and Journey and Van Halen and, you know, Whitesnake, that era. And then, you know, the other people are more into, like, early grunge, which just does not really fit in with the whole hairband thing. But they're still technically, you know, on the outer edge of Gen X. Mm, okay. So, you know, there's been like some little squabbling going on because of that. And so the older Gen X people, I mean, at first it was just one Facebook group that was just Gen X. it has got to be so much squabbling in there that the older, you know, Gen X that were born closer to like 65, 66, and 67 are like, fine, we'll just go make our own fucking group. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. With Dallin and hookers. And- <laughs> I love it. Actually, looked kind of funny. Uh,
1: so, well, if you're gonna choose the hill to die on, I guess that one's not so bad. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit back and laugh at the absurdity of it because I mean, for God's sakes, it's music. I know. Some people well, also, it,
2: Some people don't. But it's also movies, and it's also identity.
1: Yeah. Okay. So again, movies. Okay. Wonderful. There are some good movies from back then. There are some crap movies from back then. There's some crap movies now, it's and
2: like I'm pretty if sure you identify can... more strongly as the movie that came out, like say, 1983, versus one that came out in like 1993. Yeah, there's a little bit of a gap there. They're,
1: they're, okay, but they're... all I'm going to say there is that if, if you have to hang your identity on based on based <laughs> on a movie that came out at a certain year, I'm sorry, but there's a lot more wrong with you than than just that.
2: Oh, I know. It's just you know, it's just incredibly hilarious.
1: It's like, whatever happened to when you could just go to a movie, switch your brain off, or at least turn it down to, you know, two as opposed to 11, and just enjoy the pretty colors, snappy dialogue, and the occasional explosion. Uh, okay, maybe that's my own bias, but... Like, whatever happened where you could just do that, and then go home and go, oh, that was fun. Well, Whereas it's... nowadays, it's like, oh... I don't really see myself in this movie. Uh, how can I identify with it? How can I envision myself in this world? Like, what in the name of Jesus, crispy Crunch, Christ, do you need something that in-depth to be? Well, I just, I don't understand it.
2: It's not really in-depth. It's just, it's just kind of,
1: oh, I don't know, no. it
2: was just kind of funny. And I'm oh, in no, both uh, groups.
1: I agree. I, I agree. I'm just saying that there are some people out there that, if they don't see somebody on the screen who checks off every single thing that they are, they immediately want to rail against the movie because it doesn't represent them. And to me, that just feels no. like that's that's if, why I call,
4: that's why I call this the me generation because yeah. you know everything is about me
1: and yeah, my like, bubble you know, I went our,
4: why couldn't the film producers read my mind when they were making the movie?
2: Well, I have Thank to you. say that both groups are actually kind of fun though, but some of the stuff that has popped up the last couple of days is kind of frightening. As in our pleated denim jeans making a comeback frightening.
1: Wait, those were actually a thing at some point? Yes. No okay now
2: gl- jeans were a thing
1: no list of things I'm glad I missed
2: <laughs> and uh the other horrible thing that I happened to yank that I was guilty of doing straight out of 1983 a ruffled puppy sleeve blouse with corduroy pants that is now on sale at Target.
0: I saw that. Dear lord. I saw that post.
2: It's true.
0: (laughs) I saw that post.
2: (laughs) It's not true. You're close to my age, Shujan. Was that not straight from 83 or what? I, uh... Yeah, I
0: think it was. Just you were little, there. I think it was just a little bit earlier because it was kind of like a leftover from the late seventies kind of flower child look.
2: Right? No, that was right out there with the tuxedo blouse, striped blouses with the bow ties and okay. rat tails and suspenders and that whole thing. It was
3: that. God, rat tails are so. My wife.
1: One guy that had a rat tail that actually he was able to pull it off just because he had good hair, and everybody else just couldn't do it.
2: My wife. We're all voting on what trend do you not want to see come back, and it's like pleated jeans, members-only jackets, rat tails. Okay, rat tails. Shoulder pads for women
3: anything but rat tails please
2: Or the mullets we don't want the mullets
3: no no, no mullets no, no. mullets are just a larger rat tail my wife my wife back
0: in back in back in the the mid and late 70s or uh, 80s uh, reminding you that she graduated high school in 88 uh-huh. H- how do i know that because that's okay long story there she had suspenders mm-hmm. she Reminding you that, that she wore them correctly. Two in the front, one in the back. Not the other way around, like some Bananarama did. But be that as it may, hold on a second. Hold, hold, hold on a second. Reminding you that she was five foot nothing, her words. Mm-hmm. She was also, depending on the day and the brand, either a 38C. Or a 36D or double D. Folks, if you know of some poor unsuspecting high school girl who wants to go out wearing suspenders, who looks like an upside down pear the way that she's shaped, please, please, for the love of God, please find a way of getting a message to this person to let them know that they should not wear suspenders over their shoulders if they are shaped like this. Don't get me wrong. As a high school kid, I would have loved and appreciated it. Looking at it now, don't do that to your high school kids. Don't let them do that to themselves. Please don't. Oh my God. Some of you are probably wondering, what the hell is he going off on now? Just, Just trust me. Girls should not, no, no, it's it's bad enough high school boys are being basically led around by their testicles as it is. Don't, no, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I graduated in 85 and that thing from Target, I can guarantee you, <laughs> came me. from when I was in high school.
0: Oh, that was high school. I, I was—I was getting i am sorry. I was—I was getting worried that you were saying college.
2: I remember. I used to have the shirts in several colors.
0: See, we're old enough to remember when you could actually get uh, vinyl records on the back of y- your your cereal box.
2: Oh yeah, those were cool, were yeah, they, they
0: not? Were, they were. They were. They were
2: records. Those were very cool.
0: That were actually really cool. I got,
2: anyway, I got something. I guess something really a funny thing with this with the two groups and the like. We're just gonna be splitters. That, that in is dumb group.
0: That that is that is really stupid. Dallin, why the hell do I have in my pocket right now? I, I found this out the hard way earlier today. Why do I have three Canadian pennies in my pocket? Honestly, I, I have no idea why. That's a very
1: good question. When's the last time you came up?
0: After they were dis did di uh, dis, d, uh, dis, uh dis, dissolve partisan... the hell is the right word for it. Discontinued. Well, uh, yeah, well they would discontinue, but I mean they're 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 no longer legal tender. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh you could well okay, if you had at least five of them, you could turn for... them into a bank. I
0: got it, I got it. I got it. I got it. Wait, there was no, no, less. I remembered they won't even if memory serves, they are no longer legal tender and can no longer be turned in anymore. I think if that's
2: the case, they may be in circulation down here though, because I used to find them in circulation here all the time. that's
1: That's the funny thing because like once in a while up here, if I, if I pay with cash, which I, I do sometimes once in a while, I'll get an American coin. You know, used to get a few of them ever so often, mm. uh, but from what I heard down in the states, if you accidentally, you know, put a Canadian quarter out, they'll just now, yeah, say, no, no. yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, wow, you, you wow, yeah. you're way loud. It's down. not
3: real money. Yeah, sorry, it's
1: basically not real money. Yeah.
3: Oh God, they lose their mind. Yeah, I don't want a Canadian money. So the fact, like, oh god. Uh, So I, I, when I still had a register, um, uh, what I would do is, when I would count my drawer before opening the register, if I saw anything that was out of the ordinary, I put it under my drawer. So this is actually how I went uh, ended up starting my own personal collection of silver dimes and silver quarters and silver nickels and real copper pennies and such. Um, I wound up also collecting many Canadian coins. I also wound up with a few pesos, believe it or not, wound up in my drawer. Huh. Uh, I have no idea who was doing, I, I, I asked management, nobody would own up to that one. So I wound up going home with a free peso. Um, the, uh, I I've had, um, what was it? I had a Canadian bill in my drawer. And huh. I, again, none of the management would own up to that, but they took that and they went to the, uh, they had it exchanged.
2: That's interesting.
3: That's
0: really weird because, uh, which, which bill is well, the it Canadian,
3: the, ca- the Canadian bill I got when I was working overnight at a gas station to make extra cash. No, that's so okay. I'm willing to bet it was one of the overnight managers who was probably not very lucid. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. entirely possible. Uh,
0: Dale, when when was the crossover for the uh, the plastic bills? That was only relatively recent, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been. I don't want to say at
1: least. Uh, I don't know. Five to ten years. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: it's still fairly recent, though. Yeah,
0: it's still fairly recent because I. I, I
1: remember
2: mean that was. Way mm-hmm. after I left retail,
0: yeah, and I, I remember all the yelling and screaming and whatnot that people were saying that stuff would melt together in the sunlight. But before that, were the were the Canadian bills different uh, different colors for denomination also?
1: Yeah, the the they've always had uh, different colors. And like the, so the the one dollar bill was was green. The two dollar bill was uh, almost like a rust brown color. Okay. The the five was blue. The ten was purple. The twenty was green. The 50 is red. The 100 is a golden brown color. And I think the 1,000 was also green. I've only ever seen one in my lifetime, and that was a long time ago.
0: So it's entirely possible it could have been either a single or a 20 because green, green.
1: Yeah. Now, but the thing is, the uh, the single has been out of circulation for over 20 years now.
0: Yeah. It's, it's now bills. Uh, and uh, same coins.
1: And, and same with the two. The, the $2 yeah. bill has been out of circulation as well. Also, uh, for a coin. Yeah, they were taking aim at the five. There was a lot of speculation about it, but uh, they've backstepped on that one quite a bit. Uh, I saw the concept for the for the $5 coin. It looks beautiful. Really? Yeah, it's, uh, if I remember right, it's still the same kind of thing as the Toonie, where it has like the, the silvery outside. And then the core is a different color. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. time the core uh, is blue Ooh. and ha- and has a wolf on it.
2: That does sound pretty. Yeah. It,
1: it does. Um, but I th- again, I think they backpedaled on that a little bit. It uh, hit some backlash. Uh, just because oh the five, well, no, the five is still a very common bill, mm-hmm. you know, given the prices of everything like that. So there's still a justification for the circulation of it as a bill. Oh, at, at this, at this point, um, you know, if 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 inflation keeps going the way it is, and eventually the five becomes, you know, maybe more of a hassle to handle, then maybe they will switch to a coin. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you no, know, a lot of uh, a lot of countries, and by that I mean the U.S., they've always joked that our money is basically monopoly money because it's all the different colors.
3: Yeah, but that plastic money, you can stick in a bowl of uh, sanitizer and, you know, not pass along germs. Oh, amongst other things. Or if it
2: winds up accidentally washed, it doesn't disintegrate.
1: Exactly. Guys, um, I got a story. Ooh, ooh, story. Yeah, Shujin has heard this one before, because I've told it before, and uh, he also knows the person involved, sort of. Quite a few years ago, uh, George Robb came to town yeah. uh, at an invitation of uh, the local Atheist Society. And so he was going to do a concert here at, uh, at a club. So naturally, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go to this. So I got tickets and everything and went and had a chance to actually talk with him. I have a picture of myself with him. I've got that great, picture. Yeah. Great guy. Absolutely great guy. Yeah. Anyways, uh, during an intermission of his show, I went to where he was sitting to buy a couple of his CDs and I had cash with me and we, you know, out out come the fresh new plastic twenties. And he starts telling me about, he was in, I think Toronto and he was at a bar and, uh, some guy was, uh, they were talking about the new money and he said, well, actually it's really good because, you know, it's a bar you'll get, you know. People will spill spill beer on these things, you know. And he says, "Yeah, you can just you know wash them off, wipe them down, and they're they're fresh and clean." I said, "But George, isn't that kind of illegal?" He looks at me funny. He's like, "What do you mean?" Well, okay, you're 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 washing it. That's money Money (laughs)
3: laundering. He just looked at me like,
1: "I can't believe I fell for that." Yeah. Oh, he's uh, honest to God. He's a great guy uh, to talk to, but, but yeah, the the
0: whole new money thing. I got it. You know, I keep, I got to remember that I really need to find a night where I can ask him to come on. It has been an exceedingly long. I've actually interviewed him one time. I remember that. Yeah. I've still got that recording somewhere.
2: Yeah.
0: I need, I need, I need to find a night where we've got a, a decent enough topic to talk to him about. I need to make that
2: I got, The first time I got to meet him was at uh, at Tam 2012, and I don't even think they have Tam anymore, which is a shame. Um,
1: that's that's something I've been wanting to do a little research on. Is sort of the the state of atheist activism in the world over the past few years, just to, just kind of do a, a pulse, you know, a check on the pulse of it.
2: Because, um, it, it kind of disintegrated.
1: Well, yeah, because, I mean, everything kind of took a political shift a few years ago for for reasons. And I know some have been trying to come back to what they used to do. But kind of once you go down that road, can you really come back and be that rational, balanced, willing to poke holes in people's claims after you spent three or four years doing nothing but rage screaming at the microphone, like does your credibility preserve itself or are you now just another one of those screaming re out there? You know, um, it's, you, you just I mean, gotta I, wonder.
2: I know that as far as Tim goes, um you know, with the death of James Randy, I mean, that won't come back. I mean, that was his,
0: yeah, that was his baby baby.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it was, you know, a a chance of a lifetime for me to even get to go because, yeah, there was no way that I could afford to attend something like that. It was, you know, the tickets were extremely expensive. Yeah. But that one year, there were some people that decided to give grants, you know, to six women who, you know, otherwise couldn't afford the admission to go to try to get more females to you know, be represented and show up. And I happened to get one of those grants. So I got to go. Oh,
1: very cool.
2: Yeah. Um, Again, I don't remember really exactly how much the tickets were. It was like 1200 1500 some stupid amount of money like that. But it was something that, you know, at the time my husband wasn't working. You know, he had lost his job and there was no way I could have ever afforded to attend anything like that.
0: And then Providence shone down upon you.
2: Yeah, I wrote, you know, wrote this essay of why I wanted to go and all that, and happened to, yeah, you know, get a grant. And I think that was the one and only year that they even did anything like that, as far as grants. But um, you know, as far as my getting to go to that and meeting James Randy and. You know, getting to listen to story time with him for like three hours. I was just sitting in the floor listening to stories of his childhood. I mean, it was life changing.
0: Oh, my God. We need. OK, completely sidelined to that. <laughs> we need to wa- we need to get you to watch Uncle Coggy's story hour one of these days. Okay. It's 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 not nearly the same as three hours with Randy, but I mean, okay. Black humor warning alert here. Black he's or dark. Black. Black.
2: Yeah.
0: Randy's dead now, but Kage is okay. Kage's pickled, so he's probably going to keep going even after he's clinically dead for a while. So I can get I can get away with saying that because he he's still. It hasn't served me with a cease and order yet so i mean i'm 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 safe i'm good actually uh kage actually does uh does like me does know me he's 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 a nice guy yeah he uh he said he
1: re- he said i reminded him of somebody from npr and i wasn't really sure how to take that and i think it was the the guy who just got arrested uh, a couple of years ago or something
0: well it was it was meant as a compliment at the time
1: Right,
0: you know, like saying, "No, uh, you you look like you've taken. You look like you've you've dieted uh, about as well as uh, the guy from sub. So, okay, never mind. That you oh, look
4: like my ex husband. Surefire conversation stoppers.
0: Okay, that's yeah, that's. that's. I saw. Okay, you you gonna you gonna love this one black humor coming up coming coming back at you again um i want you I want you to know that
2: the,
0: um the, the black hole of this ends up with my having a lot of respect for the Honda Motor Company keep know full well that that's where that's where this where this cue shot is gonna lie all right just keep that in the side of thing we went out earlier today got to see my sister-in-law we had we had uh, we had brunch with her, so it was me, my little one, my sister in law, uh, in one of the nearby towns, uh, and and as we're going back to our cars, I saw a car had a bumper sticker on it that said, "I hate my ex wife." I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know what? That's an understandable sentiment that happens with a lot of people, and then I thought to myself, well, what about a specialized version for me? My ex wife is in. My cigarette ashtray. Okay. I'm allowed to get away with these because, you know, I kind of get away with these every once in a while. And then I suddenly thought to myself as I get into the car, as I'm thinking about this, there are no ashtrays standard in Honda cars in a very long time now. And I don't have one in mine. And I never thought about it. And I'm very proud to know that I live in a car that does not have a cigarette Ashtray at all, anywhere in it. So, yes, when all is said and done, I went from seeing a bumper sticker about I hate my ex wife to thinking about my ex wife's ashes to thinking about how proud I am for the Honda Motor Company. Whenever anybody listens to me uh, and my radio streams and wonder how in the hell is it that he's able to do like weird shit to people this is how my brain operates i have no alcohol in me i am not hopped up on coffee beans this is just the way that my brain operates no i do not want any i don't want any chemicals to try and help straighten it out i'm fine the way i am thank you very much Okay, that was, into, uh, I was anticipating something that would at least have given me a, a little bit of a, okay, you're weird, but, but just <laughs> dead dead room, that's okay. I'm obviously not reading the room well.
1: Still processing.
0: <laughs>
4: don't, don't
0: care. We have jokes that we make like this every once in a while, so. You know, we we yeah. were able to get away with that every once in a while, the little one and I. You know, stuff like, look, don't tell your mom I said this, but what the fuck, kid? And he's like, dad. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's fair. He's over 18. I'm allowed to, you know, treat him like an adult. Yeah, oh no, I... <laughs> and, and he treats uh... me like an adult back. Which is all well and good up until the point where I look at him and go dude language and he's just like fine that fucking asshole is the one that pissed me off i'm like there you go kid And he's like
1: <laughs> really yeah you know funny thing uh on my family i still actually end up biting my tongue even though everybody in the room is well let's just say 18 is a long distant clouded memory for for most of us It's fun. uh yeah, I still, I still kind of bite my tongue around them and try not to say too much unless I am, you know, twenty-five levels of pissed off. Which, okay,
0: that's happened three or four times. But uh, wait, uh, are are we talking the British English version of pissed off or the the I'm going to rip your face off? Pissed off.
1: A Little from column A, little Loop from column, column B. B. That's fair enough. All yeah, right. yeah, you know. Nice hybrid, uh, Canadian slash where I grew up, uh, slash genetics. Turns out the, uh, turns out my family genetics included a very short temper. Uh, ask anybody in my family is, <laughs> oh boy
0: has. <sighs> yeah. The rest of you guys are going to love this one. Dallin, considering your countrymen have a really bad habit of blowing up entire sides of fjords to to piss off the Germans, you know what? I'm not entirely surprised that you guys have got yourselves short fuse. So yeah, there. for anybody that's wondering about that, yes, there are true stories behind that, sort of. Mm-hmm. So yeah, another another time, another time. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you know, and and given uh, what what they do for real estate. Uh, in some places, you know, engineering just takes on a whole nother level. Uh, I think back to the, to the Olympics that were held up in Lillehammer. That's the graphic you showed me, wasn't it? Yeah. They didn't have the facilities to do a lot of the events that they needed to. So they had to build them, but they didn't have a lot of room to clear out, you know, for the auditorium and the parking and the facilities and everything else. So what did they do? They hollowed out a mountain and put a sportsplex inside. And my uncle happened to know a couple of the engineering companies that were doing it. So he was actually able to get on the site while they were building it. So my, my mom and dad were up there at the time. They actually got a few pictures of. Well, it was a big dark cave with a lot of spotlights in it at the time, uh, but by the time the Olympics came around, you know those hockey games you saw on that for that broadcast were from inside a mountain. You just you you gotta you gotta give it to him for that one.
0: And it would take decades before Minecraft would be created to replicate that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Course, I, I don't think those guys are looking at that going, uh, you think we can make a video game out of this?
0: I don't think so. <laughs> uh, Lilyhammer was that would have been the equivalent of Pong at the time, if memory serves. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Like. Uh, no, it was 90,
1: 92, 94, so was... Sega sega Genesis at least.
0: Lilyhammer was the early 90s. Mm-hmm. damn I was, I was in university at the time I've utterly forgotten mm-hmm. well then again I didn't exactly keep track of these things yeah <laughs> you know we've, we we've we we've had way too much that we've that we've talked through yeah Bridget Joseph you know I know that you guys don't you know just jump in arbitrarily because you just don't just jump in arbitrarily, but I need to make it look like I actually care about you guys, so I want to drag you in by your heels. It's got to be something that you want to go ahead and, you know, get off your chest or make a funny, because apparently I can't. I don't know.
2: <laughs> this is,
0: this is, this is, you know, I, I, I
1: try. So I,
2: I'm not helping. <laughs> no.
1: Well, no, I'm actually. I, I'm reading what you were talking about in chat there about your uh, your conversation with James and Randy. I thought that
2: is that was just like the best thing ever. Yeah, you know what? what and just it? one do of those spontaneous things that you know will never happen to me again.
1: But at least they happened.
2: I mean, at least it happened. Yeah. And. In- It was just, you know, I just happened to be, you know, glancing by and just saw a couple of people sitting in front of, you know, his chair and he was seated next to this other woman. I don't know who she was. And I just, you know, sat down next to the other two people and just listened to stories about when he was a kid. and sat you- there, you know, for a good three hours until I absolutely had to pee and just couldn't stay any longer. I had to go. And then yeah, uh, when I got, got back out of my room, you know, they were gone. But, um, you know, but I did get to see him again, you know, before the, the you know, tent was over and uh, you know, I went by, you know, I went by to go say goodbye to him and he stood up and gave me just the biggest, longest hug and said, I'm so glad you came. Aww. I know. I was just like, me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> now that's a special. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I had, I had met him briefly in 2010 uh, in Washington, D.C. at the, I think it was the I what was that called? The reason rally yeah. or something like that?
0: Reason rally. Yeah.
2: And uh he, he and he was sitting down at the time when I saw him and he just looked so gruff and so intimidating. And so when I saw him then I was just kinda like, Hi, bye. I was gone. Yeah. You know, it was just <laughs> he scared me. I don't know why, but he just yeah, you know, he didn't smile or anything, he just looked at me and he looks gruff, you know. But that was just it, you know. Hi, bye, and I ducked out real fast. But then, you know, after meeting him, at Tam found out that he was just such a sweet, genuine, wonderful, charming person.
0: Yeah, who used to get out of a street jacket as a as a, as a, as a
2: well career. Well, yeah, and and I mean, I had remembered him, you know, from when I was growing up on the yeah, seeing him on The Tonight Show and stuff like that. Um, and happy days. But he, well, yeah, I used to watch Happy Days as a kid too. No, know, he right? was
0: he was on an episode of Happy Days.
2: Yeah, I, I remember. You know, but that was just probably one of the most you know which, fun, which relaxing, that? unforgettable times that I've ever had.
0: Uh, I will find out.
2: And yeah, I did cry when he passed away. You know.
0: Oh, funny <laughs> it's enough. It's
2: funny because my husband called me you know, right right when I was sitting right there and you know, my phone vibrated and I you know, looked to see who it was because nobody ever calls me and had to text him, can I call you back? I'm sitting with James Rady. He's like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> Found it. Um, it was actually called The Magic Show and uh, the IMDB page has got a, a a thumbnail of Randy hanging upside down outside a window in a straitjacket, which <laughs> you know, for Randy is just you know, Tuesday. Yeah, that's that's a that's that's movie reference, people.
2: Uh, I don't know what it was about him. The first time I met him, he just—I don't know—he just looked, I don't know, intimidating. He, he he used to scowl a lot, you know
0: well, it was a good way to keep people, you know, away and not flood him.
2: I suppose. I don't know. But the perception I had of him was so far from the reality. It was just amazing.
4: Well, you put yourself in his place and the number of people he must have met.
2: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, he's he's probably gotten to the point where you know it, it's it's best to look mean just to get rid of all the bad people or the the, the haters,
0: <laughs> or just to have some time to himself.
1: Yeah. Maybe. God, I met uh, the last uh, comic convention I went to here. I was walking by all the different places. And the, the main reason I went is, uh, one of the, one of the f- local fursuit makers here, the one who made my, uh, partial, mm-hmm. she was, she had a big thing that she had like all her, her, you know, her iconic, uh, costumes there. And, you know, she's an artist too. So she was given selling comics as well. Uh, that was the main reason I went, cause I wanted to get some stuff from her, but then, uh, I'm walking around and I see this guy, uh, just sitting there, nothing on the table, no real, uh, you know, no, no display or anything like that. And I see a business card, I pick it up and look at it. Like, okay. I'll, I'll come back. But I think about it and, uh, walk around a little bit more. And finally I'm like, okay, I, I worked up the courage to actually talk to the guy. Cause again, like the guy's name was Ernie Chan. Now, that doesn't mean anything to anybody on the panel here. But for many years, I was a collector of a magazine called The Savage Sword of Conan from Marvel. Ernie Chan was sort of the tentpole artist for that comic. He wasn't the only one who did it, but he was one of the more frequent ones how I envision Conan whenever I read a story or something like that, I visualize his version of it. So finally I walked up, I said, Mr. Chan, I was, a, and he looks up at me like, yes. Like, I just wanted to say, hi, I've been a fan. I was a fan of Savage Sword for many, many years. I have like 150 issues of it still dude breaks out on this great big smile shakes my hand. but yeah it's kind of intimidating to to meet people that you're who are your heroes yeah well it's also it's pretty
4: personal because uh there's a conflict between how you imagine them to be because it's Mm -hmm. kind of in a way you um in your own mind, when you're, when you're a fan, you, you think you know them. Yeah. And then you're finally confronted with the, the reality of, uh, well, maybe reality is not going to be what's, uh, you know, in my head. And that in itself can be kind of intimidating.
0: Yeah. There's Plus simple. all the social
4: things you don't want to sound overly familiar and all that.
1: Yeah. Well, that kind of goes- and I think thanks to mediums media like this, like through podcasting and stuff, I think that actually broke down a lot of barriers to that personal sort of look at things, you know, now when you can actually email an author or email a podcaster and say, Hey, I really like your work. And then when you get the response, you're just like, what they, they answered me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I had you- I had Julian Lennon do that to me one time. <laughs> wow. That's <Yeah>. saying something. <laughs> I mean I I asked him a question, you know, not expecting to get a response. And you know, he was the one at the time that was actually, you know, administering his um social media and stuff. And he actually responded back and I was like, damn.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think the closest thing that I can think of. Um, really quickly for me was uh, the first year that I went to Anthrocon and I made it. A, I made it a direct point to walk through the dealer's room, uh, the dealer's room, find all the artists that I had uh, enjoyed watching, and and go over to each of them. Reminding you, this is two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah, it was two years after my wife had passed, and and th- the year that I was told you are coming to AdlerCon. I I went to all the guys that uh, I had loved their stuff and I made it a point to go over to them and introduce myself and offer to shake their hand and to personally thank them for all the stuff that I have enjoyed. And it's so weird thinking about it at the time that here's this guy you, you, probably don't know anything about and they're just coming over to just give you a big thank you not not to buy anything right right then and there but just as a yeah. thank you and how freaking often that doesn't happen mm-hmm. and and it, the the most intimidating of them all believe it or not again, for most people would not recognize the name Eric Schwartz. yeah.
3: May the Schwartz be with you.
0: Yeah, Eric Schwartz is uh one of those guys who he taught himself animation and drawing style very much in the same style as what the old uh Warner Brothers uh uh termite terrorist guys would have done. Yeah and he did it all on the Amiga back in the day, and he has continued drawing and doing stuff. And he's That would, that was really kind of intimidating to do that. And I fortunately have met people because of that, through that and a whole bunch of others like that. And it's like, you know what? And it was not because I was looking to be uber fanboy. I was just looking to say, guy, thank you for doing what you do. And it's, it's been appreciated.
1: Well, and the first, the first Anthrocon I went to, uh, again, was way out of my depth because, yeah, I knew a couple of people. I, I knew a couple of artists by name, but
0: didn't I take you to meet a couple?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but one person that I was shocked to see there was Matthew Ebel. Mm-hmm. I seen that. I'm like, wait, what now backstory? I knew him as a podcaster for a show he did called high orbit Mm -hmm. where it was music. And I knew he was a musician, but I had no idea he was part of the fandom. So I walked straight up to him. I'm like, dude, what are you doing here? And we got to talk and I mentioned high orbit and all this. And he's like, and you know, we're shooting the bull about podcasting. And He says, well, do you do anything? And I'm like, yeah, I've been working on this and that. He's like, oh, that's awesome. And uh, he says, "Uh, are you coming to the show? I'm like, what show? And he, again, he's, he's, he took that one nicely. You know, it's like, oh, it's happening at such and such. I'm like, yeah, I'm there. (coughs) The funny thing. So I went there. Not the place wasn't really full. And there was one fursuiter in the back. Uh, who was just bopping his head to the music. And hey, to be fair, it was good music. I had a great time. The next, I think it was the next year. And that was when, uh, when Witchy was with us, came with us mm. or was, was there. And her and I went to the concert.
0: Holy <laughs>
1: crap. The place was packed. There were suitors all at the front of the stage, pounding on the stage and banging their heads to the music. Like it, it went from an, it went from the year before being, you know, a pretty cool concert to this was a total show. And I mean, and it was awesome. He had fun. Everybody had fun. Uh, but just the, the, the shift, uh, I wish I had a chance to talk to him that year too, but yeah, but yeah, uh, Again, meeting your meeting your heroes—it's kind of interesting.
2: Oh, it is. I had uh, I had posted a video earlier of this little girl that I've been following that plays bass, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think she's nine, and she's only been playing about a year, but extremely talented, and you know works really hard. But there was a video I ran across earlier this evening where she um, actually got to meet. Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wow! Nice. And you know, she had been working so hard on playing, you know, baseline for September, and they saw it, and you know, wanted a chance to meet her, and all she could do was just throw her hands up over her face and cry, and it was tears of joy, but she was just so stunned. Well, and then she got to meet um, Bootsy Collins. And all she could do was go. <laughs> you know, she didn't know what to say. That's great. Oh, well,
1: really? When, when somebody got like? Yeah, but then, with, you know, but when somebody says, hey, baby, you know, what do you say?
2: <laughs> well, and he was like one of her big influences and she just yeah. loved, you know, and she was, you know, she had even mentioned on a Q&A one time that that was one of her influences and, you yeah. know, it was Bootsy Collins and then when she got to meet him, all she could say was,
1: Wow, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and now they're buds. It's just so cute.
0: That is that is awesome. That is that is legitimately very cool. Yeah, yeah. Joseph, we don't have uh, we don't have very much of any time. This do you do you not have like and have have you not had an opportunity of meeting somebody that's like meant a great deal for you too?
4: Um, in the fashion world, yeah, quite a few, but um,
0: oh wait a, I a second I don't I don't know that I know this one.
4: Oh, I'm sure I've told you before, but um, yeah, I managed to get there because of my naivete because uh you know, I'd be at a party, you know, I just got off um came to France from Canada and I still didn't know the who. the the who's who of what. And, um, you know, I'm at a party and I end up talking with somebody and it turns out later that they were somebody quite well-known. Yeah, John Galliano. uh, Well, Paul Smith, I knew who he was. um, Yeah, Jeremy Scott. uh, And uh, Carl Lagerfeld, I saw him all over the place. And what's really weird is that he seemed to genuinely like me, but whenever he'd see me, he'd say, Hey,
0: that's actually cool, oh. yeah, yeah, that, well... is, that is that is because, um, it's that just uh, that just reminds me of uh, One Piece. I'm, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna. If, if, if there's nothing else that's kind of pressing, I'll, I'll just kind of wrap this up over here. Was, was there anything else kind of pressing for anybody else? Okay. I'll take that as a no. Um, the real, the real quick one uh, of it was, uh, and I know I, I, mentioned about this story once before that, um, Elvis Presley was given a piece of music to do uh, a cover of. Uh, it had been already released and didn't, didn't really go very far because they didn't have a lot of money to put a first name on, on it. But Elvis was coming into the similar studios and they, you know, they pitched over the music to him. He, he listened to him. It's just like, you know, I, I, I think I can do something with it. And it ended up being one of his biggest hits ever, which was Suspicious Minds, I think is which one it was. Huh and oh. forever after if he was at a uh, if he was at an event and the writer of the song was in the room elvis made it a point to acknowledge him to 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 say hi to him ever after That's and cool. yeah i think it's really important for us to always remember that you know, it's 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 cool to have somebody that we would like to aspire to. A, a hero of some sort. But never lose sight of the fact that they're just people like us too. They've just had a little bit more time and a little bit more experience. Sometimes a little bit more luck. But ultimately, they're just human like the rest of us. It's probably a good idea to treat them that way. So... We're a little bit, uh, we're, we're gonna end up just a little bit over time, but you know what? I had, I've had a good time. I've really had a good time. This, this definitely was not, th- this was definitely not a heavy show. And I, I'm so glad for that because we, we've, we've got more than enough other stuff that's pressing down on us. This was worth it. This was fun. fun. Um, and by the way, over in the live chat, you guys, I I have been paying attention um uh w- which was the one that I specifically wanted to uh get, Stephanie had said the reason I like this is because everyone is as weird as me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um and then and then Chris responds with I'm not weird. Yes you are. No I'm not. Yes you are. No, and if you say that again I'll smack me.
0: Yeah, that's, that's kind of the way that it works. So thank you, of course, very, very, very much. Thanks for being with us. And I hope, as always, that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and you got something to think about for the week. Um, Chris, Felix, Stephanie, guys, thank you. Uh, do sincerely hope that you have yourselves, uh, a very safe season. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say that one right now because we know full well. Uh, Black Friday is gone. Cyber Monday is coming up. The entire holiday fiasco is is right on our doorsteps. Uh, and, and I'll remind everybody, like I do with all my radio streams this time of the year, if you have to go out, be gentle. If you have to drive, park away from everybody. And most importantly, just try to be kind. And don't donate to the goddamn salvation army. I'm sorry. Did I, did I say that out loud? I, I, I really should have been using my indoor voice.
2: Well, they are trying to get better, but I think it's a little too late for that.
0: The bit, just a little bit. Joseph. Well, yeah. Joseph, thank you. I hope that you have yourself a good morning because it's, hey. it's almost ready to get bright again now, isn't it? Well, the sun's just coming up. Oh, that's that's good. Mm-hmm. Seriously, you have like, a great day, sir. You too, man. Thank you ever so much, and uh, and uh, stay warm out there. In here, in there. All right, that's that's fun. I'm not going out there. <laughs> <laughs> again, it's a two hour show, man. We don't have enough time to go into how crazy I am or am not. Another another night, maybe we'll do.
4: Craziness is subjective,
0: anyways. Uh, yeah, sure, yeah, we'll go with that. Tech well,
2: and and geniuses close to madness.
0: Yes, tech. Thank you. Yes. You have uh, you have you have a good week too, man. You take care of yourself, eh? Right? Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Uh-huh. I love I, it when just... he just
0: accepts the inevitable. <laughs>
3: I made the mistake of getting on Kickstarter, so uh, now I ha- now now I have to be responsible. Pay him in
0: in in Canadian currency. Maybe maybe it'll maybe it'll work.
3: Oh, well, funny you should mention that. Two of them were uh were 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 Canadian uh, projects.
4: Oh, we'll we'll send it to you in pennies. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, no you exchange. No for for, for for. Sorry.
2: I right. can exchange it for Jamaican currency
3: I was going to say for any of my science fiction uh, fans out there who uh, follow anything by Lewis McMaster Bujold um, I'll have them convert it to Milla Fennings <sighs> he knows <laughs> he, knows. Again, again, he again. knows loud loud loud,
0: loud. <laughs> I had your volumes properly before why are you screwing with me again cut it out <laughs> Because I can. Bridget. (laughs) Thank you. You have a good night. And and thank you for giving me all the stuff over here that I need to deal with when we get done. I want to get to sleep sometime today.
2: What? All the interesting things in chat? Yes.
0: No, you're not. (laughs) No. So we well, don't, yeah, we don't, you, we we know what you need to do before you get done. I mean, you're contractually obligated.
2: Well, if, if I have to,
0: if you um, have to, like this is some kind of a, an onus on you. You know.
2: Oh, well, you just said I was obligated to because it's that time, <sighs> and I was feeling charitable, but um, hmm. Okay. I'm going to give a big fuck you to Lauren Bobert. And I think everybody can probably figure out why.
0: Yep. That's fair enough. Uh, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to add one to uh, help you along with this one. Not a fuck you to the judge. People are going to be able to figure this one out later. Don't worry about it. Not a fuck you to the judge as much as I'd like to but a fuck you to the law that the judge had to enforce. There's some people going to understand that. Some people are going to have to look back in time to figure it out. And then you will understand why I didn't want to do a heavy episode tonight. That's as far as that's going to go. Dallin. Two weeks in a row. Are you okay? Is is the alcohol content going up? Is that is that what's going on right now?
1: One of the is I've been sober as a judge for way too long.
0: We need to fix it.
1: Yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> send, <laughs> send booze.
0: <laughs> God, I, I actually I actually was figuring that was that was going to be that was going to end up being a joke. The, the the truth is actually better than the joke I had. All right, there you go. Thank you, man. I, I really do appreciate it. I hope you have yourself a good night.
1: Yeah, I think I will. It's been uh, it's been a pretty good week so far. Uh, things are hopefully getting better. We shall see. But yeah, um, actually, kind of in the middle of getting uh, last week's audio now that I can actually finally get it without YouTube going. Well, we're not quite done processing it yet because the hamsters are on strike. Uh, <laughs> But anyways, that audio should be up at the uh, at the podcast site over at holycrapthevlogcast.com uh, soon, uh, since I'm kind of in charge of that. And uh, yeah, don't know when it's coming back. Uh, still <laughs> still trying to figure out what I'm going to say in it, but uh, still got my own little podcast over at The Kick and the Cast at kickit.yo5.ca. Well, don't
0: worry about when it's going to have happen. just... It's, it's not dead yet. That's good enough for, that was good enough for that one person who, uh, got in touch with you. What was it? Three years, five years after.
1: Yeah, I think it was.
0: I'm still subscribed. Yeah. So, you know, when, when it <laughs> happens again, you know, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, get there.
1: Oh, hell. And now I got, uh, I've also got what? Three followers on Twitch. Now I did one stream and suddenly I'm, I'm, a, I'm attracting people. This is scary. You're welcome. <laughs> It's all, good. It's all yeah, good. Won't give that one out just yet because, well, I'm not sure if it's going to become a regular thing just yet, but we'll see. It's fair enough.
3: You know, there is one thing I do want to say. Sure. Um, for those who are worried about Omicron right now, you can keep them at bay just by keeping on hand copies of Single Female Lawyer and um, don't eat the poplars. For your Futurama fans, you get me.
2: Oh I need to I need to catch up on episodes of that. I used to watch Futurama, but gosh, I haven't watched it in years. I
3: haven't seen it, so it's okay.
2: Oh, Bender was like my hero.
3: It's amazing how many references he doesn't get. Yes, fight
2: my shiny metal ass,
0: <laughs> hon. Yeah. Unless you're in plate mail armor, dang, happening. And I got news for you, still ain't happening.
3: <laughs> I I took my girlfriend to the Ren fair one year, and we saw female plate armor, the, the 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 good stuff. And then there was the the chainmail armor that was the suggestive, not real armor stuff. And she took a look at it, and I'm just standing there waiting for her response, and and she goes. That would catch on the sheets.
2: <laughs> well, what I want to know with these game developers is why is it the higher the armor class on female armor, the skimpier it looks? That because makes Because anime.
1: Sense. Because anime and just leave
3: it at that. <laughs> and, no, and And if it's hentai, they have to have sex to recharge their energy stores.
0: It is the hidden D&D stat known as the Thies Factor. (laughs) Anyone that knows anything about costume design knows the Bill Thies Factor. And if you don't, you need to learn it. We need to get done.
1: And just one last thing. As far as a whole, it'll catch on the sheets. All I can think of again, AC 2010. We were at, there was a kiosk there that was selling chainmail lingerie. Oh wow. And two people in our group, uh, one of whom I actually talked to about it not too long ago. She still got a big laugh out of it. We're actually walking around with wearing, uh, their chainmail brassiers for a while.
2: Oh my goodness.
0: Uh, happy memories, but anyways, no, not no, no brain, no. Yeah, yeah, oh.
1: exactly. Brain is going into bad place because, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Sorry. No, don't, don't. Be. It's uh, it's
0: it's fine, Bridget. You want to go ahead and you you want to milk this joke for everything that you want. That's fine, I but you're gonna have to do it to off the question. air. All of our contact information is over at holycrapthevlogcast.com, including the link so you can listen to the audio-only version of the podcast. Our phone number, if you want to leave a voicemail message, is 859 hctv 554 859 I have not memorized it yet. I don't know why. You'd think I would have. Everybody, thank you very much for um, being with us. And don't stand near a magnet. No, that's not the problem running back and forth against the magnet would be. But we'll discuss that another time. And and it is one of those moments where I'm just going to say really quickly, Thanksgiving is not just an American thing. It doesn't have to be. Thanksgiving can be every day. Be grateful for the people that you got around you. Because Lord knows every week I sure as hell am. So thank you everybody for being with us. We will see you again next week. And until that next time, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. My lady, 16 years on, I am still in love with you. Matanei Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Until the next time we're together, as always, good night.
1: You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin MacLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here,